Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your official Leguiza, Legua spoiler warning. Legua spoiler warning. If you have not seen season one, episode five of Puss, The Adventures of Puss in Boots. <laughs> it's not called Puss, The Adventures of Puss in <laughs> Puss. Boots. The Adventures of Puss in Boots, then, uh, and you don't want it ruined for you, uh, do reach out. Yeah. Because I want to know your story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg and a pocket of ticket. Play a little cornstarch. I'm my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario. Good evening, or good afternoon, or good morning, or wherever you're bloody listening to this, and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama. This is a podcast where each week we chat about Johnny Legs and all the stuff he's done. Um, I feel like I could make these intros so much more interesting at this point, but they're just not, hey. Well, you just come in with energy and have fun. I think quick is is more important than, than interesting. Hi, welcome. I'm Mish. You might know me from acting. I'm joined by friend, Zach. You may know from... Auntie Donna. Okay, good. <laughs> it's true. You've yet to say that people might know you from Auntie Donna, and now you've just ripped it out. Well, you know, that's probably where they'll know me from. I'm the Bunnings lady. In Auntie Donna. <laughs> from Auntie Donna. Um, how are you going, Zach? How am I? I am tip top. Yeah. Um... We, uh, I feel like I can say it now. It's, it's so far in the future that I don't want to talk about it too much for anyone listening, but I'm working on a TV show at the moment and I have been for a while. So we have been recording a lot yeah, of them. We're banking the pods. We are banking these pods and, um, and this is, this is, uh, we, we, you know, um, I don't know what came out last week or whatever, but this is the second one we've done in a row. Mm-hmm. Now I should lie and pretend that we're recording these weekly, but I think it's good to acknowledge that. People should know how busy we are. Well, I just know, you no, know. No, I want them to, because when they look at our Instagram and they go, wow, they don't really work on this. Know that we're busy, <laughs> but also that I'm lazy is probably why. You're not lazy. I'm not lazy. I'm forgetful. I think uh, I don't believe in the word lazy. Lazy assumes an intention mm. that I don't think one, I don't think one should ever assume another person is lazy because you never know why they're mm. not doing what you're expecting them to do. And I don't think one should ever describe themselves as lazy because I don't think there's any benefit to that description. You can't make yourself less lazy. You can. That's such a good point. I that just is such think, a good. That's such a clear and concise point. I think it's it's just a terrible word that helps no one. All right, then I wasn't lazy. Leave me alone. I'm going through some shit. <laughs> now I'm not saying. I'm having some deep. No, I'm going through some shit. I'm not going to discuss it. it. Might to you it might be menial that um, I burnt the dinner tonight, and that meant that I had to make another dinner and then spend two hours like crying about it to my partner. Um, and that might seem like that's not a big deal to you, but for me, that's going through some shit. So that's why I didn't post on Instagram tonight. Okay. Yeah. I made a delicious dinner tonight though. Do you want to hear about it? Did you burn the dinner or was that all a hypothetical? No, I burnt the dinner last week. Ah. Yeah. I was making, um, chicken burgies, vegan chicken burgies and I burnt the chicken patties in the oven. And nothing worse than a burn because usually something burns because it's been in there too long and it's like. Yeah, because I was too lazy to pull it out. Not lazy. Now, I'm not saying you don't have stuff to work on, Mitch. I'm just saying that laziness is not the word. Oh, no, fair. I made a, um, a delicious ratatouille tonight and oh. it was so much easier than I thought it would be. I thought it would be really, really complicated. Well, ratatouille is, I've never had it, but the whole thing about in the movie is that it's a very humble dish, yeah? Yeah. The only reason that... Um, I was humbled by it. Wow. Yeah. You know, I've never understood, and I really, I truly have never understood the term, like, I, I'm humbled by 
X, Y, Z. You know when people are like, I'm humbled by this award? Yeah. I don't get it. I guess like when surely you, it's like I'm, my ego is blown up big like a balloon. I think it's like your, so, your ego gets blown up so hard that it hurts a bit. So you're right. humbled. I guess maybe it's like I'm humbled because I don't think I deserve this. What is um, it have a slice of humble pie? Well, I get that because that's like you've been humbled. Mm. Because that, that's because like you've been proven wrong that or you've be been proven. That would be an excellent name for a bakery. Humble pie. Yeah. It would be. Are you? I can't, I can't, I, I am, are you joking? No. I imagine there's a million humble pies. Oh, really? Around the world. I imagine there's at least a thousand. A thousand humbled pies? I would say so. I'm going to see if there's a humble pie. You look in... up humble pie bakery. Yeah. I think the only reason why there wouldn't be a thousand is because of copyright reasons. Okay. There's one called the, oh no, but it's permanently closed. Because in... there were probably too many other ones. <laughs> there was a humble pie rye bakery cafe in rye. Yeah. Yeah. Rye's lovely. I used to go... Here's a fun fact about Rye. Rye is down the Mornington Peninsula, for those of you listening who that's weren't good. aware That's of good. That's good context because I can't think of Rye. Like when so you it's, say kind, rye, it's between think... Rosebud and Sorrento down the Mornington oh, Peninsula. Yeah. It's beautiful. But that's where my friends, like growing up, a lot of my friends' parents had beach houses there. Yeah. And so we would go to Rye um, for summer holidays and I would spend like, you know, four nights down Rye with my friends my um, friends, can I just say, my friends didn't have beach houses. We we used the summer helping our parents digging up coal. Yeah. No, I've never had to work a day in my life. <laughs> anyway, uh, we would go there, but then something happened around like year 12 where it started being like you'd have to dress up to go to the beach and like do your hair and your makeup and you would wear nice clothes <laughs> to go down to the beach to impress all the boys down at the beach. <laughs> yeah. I never <sighs> liked that part. Um, but there's a really, really good fish and chippy. I love, I love fish and chips. I love. What's your love order? Fish and chips. Do you say that you love fish and chips, but never order fish? I order fish. Oh, you do? Because a lot of people are like, I love a fish and chips, but then they never order a fish. I love, I love a, I love a fried flake. Yeah. Fried flake, chippies. Tartar sauce? Mm, oh, that's the best part. There. No, no, part. no I, I don't need it. Fried flake, tomato sauce, tomato sauce. I think tartar sauce is one of the best chippy dips. That's fair. I like a tartar sauce. If it's there, I'll have it, but it's not my number one. What about, what's your number one chippy dip? Tomato sauce. Oh, okay. And I love a fried dim sim, of course. Yeah, you love a dimmy. So for me, my order, it's fried fish, dimmies, chips, maybe if there's a potato cake there. But potato cakes are overrated, I think. Do you prefer a hash brown to a potato cake? I think hash browns are also overrated. Neither of them... Really compared to oh, the, I the chip. I couldn't disagree with you more about hash browns. They're not overrated at all. Mm. Hash browns are amazing. But the thing with hash browns is they're so good and they're readily accessible. You can buy a bag of bird's eye hash browns mm-hmm. down at your Woolies this or your Coles. This is a great episode. I'm I, loving this energy. As you were saying that, I completely forgot that we were recording. Yeah, I know. Episode. That's what I love about it. It's got a good energy. We're talking bird's eye. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to our listeners that whole time. I was like, I'm aware that we're recording, but I forgot that this isn't okay. No, no, I'm saying this is a good episode. Okay. I'm like um, vibing. I never, I'm vibing this. I you never, know what I'm saying? This is like mm, spicy. Let's talk about bird's eye hash browns, baby. <laughs> but no, but like I could go and buy a hash a bag of hash browns and make them at home, but I never do. It's only the only time I ever really have hash browns, it's from Maccas. And the only time I ever have Maccas is when I'm about to go on a road trip. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm driving from Melbourne to Rye, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, if I'm driving from like Melbourne to Sydney, mm-hmm. I always stop at the Maccas that's about 45 minutes out of Melbourne and I get, and I've driven to Sydney quite a few times, and I get two hash browns and a soy flat white. Oh, that's the name of your play. No, my name of her is soy fat white. I yeah. pick up a soy fatty. <laughs> soy fat white. I, um, I, do you know one of my favourite things? One of my favourite things is like a little homemade McDonald's. Mm. What? Like a little, like you buy the English muffin. Like not real McDonald's but like. Mm. I love like a, I love an English muffin, homemade English muffin mm. with some, uh, I would put some bacon in it, mm. but maybe you could put some faux bacon in it. I don't like fake bacon. Actually, but yeah, yeah. There's no, most no, of the things in there aren't. I was a sausage McMuffin fan oh. through and through. I, like, to be honest with you, when I went vegan, there were very few things I missed. Yeah. Like once I went vegan, it was just like, nah, because like you don't miss things if you don't want to eat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the things that would like every once in a while just twinge in me. Was parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. smoked salmon, 
Mm. And, oh, wait, there's two more. Smoked Salmon, uh, Hungry Jack's Whoppers, but now they do a Rebel Whopper, which is so similar. And mm. I, like, nearly cried the day that came out because they're my favourite. Mm. And uh, Sausage Patties. Yeah. I know that's real cheap, gross shit, but. But it's, that's the shit that, that oh. really you can't recreate. If it, if Because here's the thing, right? You don't really like a Whopper. You mm. don't really like a sausage patty. It's not actually good. Like, it's not like actually. What you like about it is the nostalgia, mm. is the comfort, is the reliability. Mm. So any kind of fake version of it mm. is not, it's not like it's it's not like you like it because it's good. You like it because it's familiar. But also the salty grease. But you can, yeah. Do you know, I, I, I tried to be vegetarian a couple of times and one of the times, one of the things I really, really missed was fish and chips. And mm. then I found a good good vegan fish and chips. Where? Um, I don't think it's open anymore. It was a place in Paran like 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was really good. It was really yummy. Yeah. I don't miss anything anymore, which is nice. Like, I, 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 I really just don't. Like, yeah. every once in a while, like, vegan parmesan cheese, like, they, they, you can get a good vegan parmesan cheese, but it's not the same. And I do still remember what parmesan cheese tastes like, and it's good. Yeah, parmesan cheese is, like, profoundly yummy. And, mm. and, and it's real, like, yeah, fuck, it's good. Because it's, it's funky. Good. It's that funk. You can't get that you funk You can't cr- create a funk from a zucchini. No. 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 Um, Do we want to talk about puss? I always want to talk about puss. Let's talk about puss. Were you, like, are there jokes about puss in your blurb? No, didn't think to do puss jokes. I thought, like, to myself as I was watching Puss in Boots, that if I was on blurb, I would have put some puss jokes in there. But then I thought I probably wouldn't because it's too obvious. But I want our listeners to know that puss is a funny word. It didn't even cross my mind to do a puss joke. Although I was thinking about it. I was like, it is funny that this character's name is Puss. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yeah. Adventure is the fifth episode of the first season of The Adventures of Puss in Boots, an animated TV series based on the character from the Shrek series. Except now, instead of being voiced by Antonio Banderas, he is voiced by a Canadian dude doing a really good Antonio Banderas impression. <laughs> In adventure, Puss is bored with his new life, even with his even when his friends try to help. So he goes on an adventure with an old friend, but in the end, there is this weird fish frog lizard monster with a dangly bit out, but on the front. <laughs> I don't know which part John Leguizamo played. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure I watched the right episode. I put this on so late last night and I was really tired. I could barely absorb it. It was fucked. Really wasn't in the mood for this. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's so disappointing. I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to have to carry this one. No, All the like, people that I have watched say, it I, listening right now. I had the day off today. You yeah, did not have the day off no. today. And this is the perfect thing to watch at 10.30 in the morning can I tell when you, you have a day off. Can I tell you, it is not the perfect thing to at watch. At like 1am? Well, it wasn't even that late, but I was wrecked. I was like, because I'm a 2am I'm a kind of boy, right? I'm a 2am kind of gal. <laughs> and um, But I, this, I watched this at like 11 and I was already fucking like just. Were you eating something? No. I was eating brekkie when I was watching this. T- I yeah. had Vegemite toast and an orange. I, I very, very seriously considered um, leaving it till today. Yeah, like, I'm surprised you didn't. Because there was just no time today and I had to watch The Mandalorian today, which I watched in an Uber. I said, excuse me, sir, can I please watch The Mandalorian in an Uber? Oh, my God, Zach. That's my life right now. So I had to watch it last night. Okay, well, he played Jack Spratt. 
Yeah, you watched the right episode. I googled it after I wrote that blurb because I was like, "That's rude to not know which one he played." Okay, he played the French man. Yes, yes, the the leggy French guy. Yes, um, with a a very like a an accent that was kind of a bit all over the shop. To be completely honest, there was also an old um, an old man. I thought maybe he played him, but no, he no, no, he was Jack Spratt. Um. I will say this before we launch into talking about things that aren't Puss in Boots, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, I'm happy to engage. I did. It was on. There was the bit with um, the kids wanting to be princesses, that sort of thing. So my nephew is nearly four mm. and he does not like this show. Okay. So I asked him about it um, a Good. while back when, um, before I even knew that we were recording this episode now, but I knew that Johnny Legs was in it. I was like, oh, Oscar, mate, have you, have you watched this show? And he's like, I don't like that show. And I was like, oh, and in my head, I'm like, oh God, it's probably boring. I watched it and look, it was 23 minutes long uh-huh. and I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I will never watch, I'm like, I'm going to have to watch a couple oh, of episodes again because he comes yeah. back. But I, I, I really liked his character in this. He was so much fun. And again, this is 100% one of those Johnny Legs went in for a half day. Mm. And recorded the lines for this, and they would have been no direction. It would have been just like be a bit of a have fun. And I feel like Johnny Legs went, okay, I'll just have a bit of fun with this one. I like doing voices, and he just put on a voice. I've definitely found myself in situations where I've gone, fuck, I wish I'd worked on the accent. Oh god, I'm so bad at accents. Are you good? You are good though, aren't you? I need a day or two. You know, I can I can get most accents, but I need a bit of time. I'm I'm a, I'm not like a. I'm not like a naturally, mm. you know, like the, there are those people that's like Scottish, hello, this, hello. Yeah. But I am pretty okay. If I have time, I reckon I could get almost any accent. But I would like if I had a proper amount of time. Mm. Um, but often I don't. Often it's like in a sketch show, so I only have a day here or there. But like I think I could could do it, but I'm not like a, it's, I don't have an ear for it. Like I have a bit of an ear, but I've got to do a lot of work. The on only it. accent I'm I'm confident in is like a British Essex accent, but that's only because I've watched so much Love Island. But do you think you could snap into it right now? Yeah. Do you want to? You don't no. have to. No. No, which maybe I'm not that confident, um, but I can do it. I can do... Little English girl, Spice Girls. I can do like a little British uh, 20-something-year-old. Do you know what it is, right, for me? I, I've, I've always felt like I was pretty good at accents, but then like now... Now that there's like a chance, you know, there are people overseas listening to this podcast, right? There hello. are hello. <laughs> there are people in England listening to this podcast. Mm. There are people in the US listening to this podcast. Not a lot, but some. And and you're all engineers. And you're all engineers, it turns out. <laughs> because everyone's an engineer. Everyone's an engineer. When you really boil it down, I'm an engineer of sound. Yeah. Which is not true. I know there's probably an audio engineer listening right now. Actually, Zach, you're not. <laughs> I am. I audio, studied hard for this. An audio engineer is. Um, but my confidence in my in my accent ability went downhill when people that actually spoke that accent started mm. listening to or watching the stuff mm. that I do because then it's a different matter. So yeah. when I was a country kid in you know, Latrobe Valley, mm. you know, um, between the shifts down the coal mines doing theatre. Yeah, well, I, I was I, swanning about in my two-storey, four-bedroom beach house. While you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's, that's not entirely true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've both stretched our circumstances <laughs> a little. Um, I, while I was doing that, back home I was... I would have said I was really good at accents when I was 14. But then when you're doing a Scottish accent in front of Scottish people, mm. it's not as good. Oh, no. When you're doing a British accent, if you were to ask me, am I good at a British accent, I would tell you, yes, out of this room. But if there's a microphone in front of me and then the sound is going to be played to British people, I'm a little more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. Um, I've just never, I've never had to use accents. Like I studied them at uni. We did Mm. accent work, but since finishing university, I've never been asked to do an accent except in, um, podcast situations Mm. and not with you. Like in, um, when I've done other people's podcasts. Mm. Yeah. I would love to do a proper, proper, proper accent. Like, like, like. 
one role like acting job where mm. it's like you have to do the accent properly. Are there good. any? Can you think of any movies? This is oh, it's, I don't know if this could be mean. Can you think of any movies where someone was cast to do an accent and they fucking did an awful job? Oh, there's many. It's famous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a famous examples of that. Well, that's like, like when Meryl Streep did um, Dingo Ate My Baby. But then, you know, have you seen that film? No. It, it, you settle into it, right? It's not perfect. Mm. But she, Lindy Chamberlain was a weird sounding person, you know, and mm. you settle into it. But, yeah, you're right. Do you you're know who right. does an excellent Australian accent is Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, also Lara Flynn Boyle. Yeah. British, British people are better at Australian accents because they grew up watching Neighbours is my theory. <laughs> From sure. Not anymore though. Not anymore. No. Um, the, the, what's his name? Uh, I've met someone from in Carvel. In Carvel? Is that what the, the place from the world's fastest Indian? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, did, did you ever see the world's fastest Indian with no. um, Anthony Hopkins? No. Oh, his New Zealand accent is one for the ages. Is it good or bad? No. Not really? Good. It's just like wild. It's wild. And then people are like, oh, actually, you know, that part of New Zealand is a weird. And it's like, I met someone from that place. Mm. In, in oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Mm. Um, but I met someone and I was like, fuck. Like literally today, it was like, I just moved to um, Melbourne. And I was like, nice to meet you. And then I was like, where are you from? And he said the place. I'm like, is that world's fastest in you? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, this Is it Rotorua? No, Invercal, Invercargill, Invercargill, something like that. I don't think it's Invercargill. No, no, but it's something like that. Okay. And his accent is truly awful. It's like, I don't know what he's doing. I used to fake accents at bars. That's great. Yeah, (laughs) I used to pretend I... When Did I w- you ever fuck someone with a fake accent? No. Well, I don't know if they were faking an accent. No, but like you didn't fake it. No, I didn't. I, I like. I mean, I didn't fuck a lot of people at bars. No, goodness, no. Yeah, no, that didn't. But happen good for very you, much. If you if, hey, if, if you you're out at bars and you like to fuck at bars, ju- let me know. <laughs> let, let, can we just say the uh, the reason we didn't fuck at bars was not for want of trying. No, exactly. It's not because I d- I oh. when I say when I say I didn't fuck at bars, <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't fuck at bars on a moral level. I'm saying I didn't fuck at bars because no one wanted to fuck me at a bar. Because you have to like, like how you go from not knowing a person to fucking a person. Oh my God. How do you do that? How do you do that? that that's not me being like, how do you do that? Again, not from a moral point of view. No. It's, it's just, like, how do you do that? Yeah. How do you actually do that? How do you do that? I had Hi. this friend in high school. Um, I, I won't, I won't say her name because I just won't say her name. It's safer not to. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just not going to say her name. She's lovely. She's great. She had the ability to have anyone buy her a drink. Mm. And I'm not talking like she would be like, oh, God, that's the person I'll have buy me a drink. She'd just be like, oh, I'll just go. And she'd just walk up to the bar every single time. It was fascinating. Wow. Yeah, fascinating. But no, I, I, didn't, I didn't pick up at bars and stuff, but I used to pretend like when you talk to like a group of guys who'd be talking to your group of friends, but most likely because my friends were going to fuck them at the bar, <laughs> um, I would pretend I was Irish. And that's because when I was 17, 18 years old, I thought I did a really good Irish accent. And yeah. it wasn't until I left my little Ivanhoe bubble <laughs> that I realised I didn't actually do a very good Irish accent But at it's all. only an issue if you meet an Irish person. You know what I yeah. mean? Most oh, yeah. people would believe it. Yeah. Invercargill. That's what you said. I did? Yeah, I think It so. is Invercargill. You've not heard of The World's Fastest Indian? It was a cute little movie from 2005. He, it was a nice movie. He, he basically was just this old dude from Invercargill who wanted to ride the fastest little motorbike. So he went to the salt flats of, and he bro, like broke the world I've record. never seen this film. It's one of those really just sweet little films and it, it was really nice. Mm. And, but his accent is just like, it's it's his own accent, mm. but he's like, hello, it's me, Anthony Hopkins. It's <laughs> oh, weird. God. It's weird. And then, and then, and then, like people are like, no, it's actually pretty. It's just because it's a weird part of New Zealand. It's like, no. no, no. I would say though that the Australian accent, the New Zealand accent, the South African accent are three of the hardest accents. You're very good at South African. Not if you were South African. No, probably not if you were South African. I, what is it? It's South African. You know, not it's art. It's an art accent to do. <laughs> I struggle with all of them because they're so similar to each other. Yeah. And they're, and they're so much of 
what those accents are is what you're not pronouncing. Do you yes. know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yes. Like American, you kind of, you got to you go for it. Yeah. Oh, Americans, it's a full mouth feel. Like, yeah. You're yeah. like, oh. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to try. Yeah. No. <laughs> but like one day I'll have to. Yeah, probably. And that's, that's weird. But the good thing about American accents, right, mm-hmm. is I remember I was talking to an American once. And I said to them, I was like, it was specifically about, um, uh, what's his name in Avatar? The main guy in Sam Avatar. Sam Worthington. Worthington. And I was like, what do you think of his accent? Right? And then she made the point where she was like, there are so many American accents. Mm. And I was like, you, you're so right. Mm. There are so many regional accents. Oh, yeah. That the assumption is always mm-hmm. that you don't really have to nail it because then it's like, oh, that's just someone who lived in Boston for oh, a yeah. little while. My um, my dad grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, and he had a full on New Jersey accent. But then when he was nineteen years old, moved to California. Yeah, and then kind of lived in California for the rest of his life. Um, and he had this weird, like he would just have like what I would call a fairly generic American accent. Yeah, and then when he'd get drunk, he'd go full Jersey. Like it would just come back. Yeah. Like it was just very interesting. Let it go full Jersey. Yeah. It went full Jersey. Full Jersey. <laughs> and that's it. And then it's like. And then like my aunt is from Minnesota and that's a whole other kettle of fish. Minnesota accent's really difficult. That's the, uh, that's the Fargo one. Yeah. That's the best choice ever. Oh, it's the best. Setting, setting it in there. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, Boston, they say bar. Mm. Bar. Mm. You know, they, they do the same thing we do. And, and, and I feel like that's usually where Australian American, like Australians go wrong with their American accents is they miss an R here and there, Mm. you know, they'll, they'll just say bar, you know, they'll Mm. just miss that R. And then it's like, there are enough American accents that miss the R as well Mm. that you get away with it. You shouldn't, but Mm. you do. Do you think Johnny Legs would be good at Boston accent? Probably. Yeah. But that's why they're not as good as Australian accents for two reasons. One, they don't hear the accent like we we hear an American accent every single day. All the time. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I think that you'd be surprised at how easy it would be for either you or I or anyone really to to do a a passable American accent just because of the exposure that we have to the American accent all the time. The flip side is there's not that much regional variance in an Australian accent. That's right. Darwin is the most extreme Adelaide. There's a couple of different vowel sounds, Mm. but broadly speaking, all of our accents are pretty similar. Mm. So if someone has a weird Australian accent, it just sticks out. It's like, Mm. whoa. We, neither of us have a weird Australian accent, do we? No, because we're both like my, my, I've I've had people go, where are you from to me when I was a teenager? Mm, People have asked me if I was from England. Yeah. Cause we're fancy. They're fancy boys. I was, I was a little fancy boy. Yeah. And they'd be like, where are you from? And I was like, um, it's just that I've done speech and drama. <laughs> I was never good at accents at uni either, though, actually. Come to think of it. Um, I had to do a bunch at uni too, and I was never very good. I had to learn Latin at uni at one oh. point. Like a big speech in Latin. Fucked. Wow. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Happy to talk about it, mate. The thing I find interesting about Puss in Boots. Yeah. Is that it's the only show, from what I gathered from a bit the very minuscule amount of research I did, love it that um has spawned from Shrek. Yeah, right. Why Puss in Boots? He was a really fun character. He was fine. Forgot how much he. No, but I think we forget how much he like grabbed people. Would Donkey not have been a better choice? Donkey is Donkey is. Too much a part of Shrek. For mm-hmm. Donkey to have a series is like, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of another example. It, you know, it would be like, you know. Um, like Angel getting one from Buffy. Yeah. But Angel did get one. But that's weird. Okay. No, but not as weird. No, that's about, it would be like. If, if, um, Jasmine got one from Aladdin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, I think it's sort of like, 
Puss in Boots is a minor character. He comes and he goes and then it's like, well, what's he off to? I don't know. And I think this is all open to opinion, obviously. But to me, Puss in Boots was not the best part of Shrek. If anything, somewhat forgettable. But people, but I think you're forgetting how much of a moment he had. Everyone was like, this is hilarious. He's like, it's Antonio Banderas, <laughs> but he's a little pussycat in boots. <laughs> But Shrek was such a good film. I just I just think it's I don't know how they I think this is like six series six seasons long. Oh, it's a big one, yeah. Yeah, like was it quite popular? Like Puss in Boots was big. It was like it was a really fun addition to the he was like the fun new character. Well, I remember as they kept making Shrek's Puss in Boots became like a bigger thing. Just in my life, in my circles. Because he wasn't in the first one. No, he was not in the first one. And and But then I think that's why he made such an impact because it was like this new character in the second one. Yeah, but I still think that there are other characters that would have gotten better shows. The Gingerbread Man. Yeah, but what do you do with the Gingerbread Man? I'm sure they developed it. I'm I sure guess, they... yeah, that's, I'll give you that. Puss in Boots would go on adventures. Yeah. Big sexy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Mish. Mm-hmm. I want to play a game where we, um, th- where we just state random films mm-hmm. and then we go, what would be the best TV series spin-off character? Oh, good game, Zach. And now we're taking off. Yeah, now we're And it hit hits it. right at the end of the episode. <laughs> 29 minutes in. Oh, that's good. Oh, I love this. Oh, shit, yeah. So you can just pick anything at random. Anything. Austin Powers. Uh, oh, that is a really good question. Uh, that is a really good... I've got it. You've got it? Seth Green's character, the son of Dr. Evil. Ah, oh, that's fun. That's fun. Scotty Evil. That is Evil. fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a bit like of a... It's a bit of a Daria type show. Yeah, and it gives Seth Green some really solid work. Yeah, and Seth Green's great. It's a whole bunch of different mm. characters. Um, I would do one of the... Um, I would do... Do you know what I would do? I would do a series <laughs> about his group of people... While he's frozen, you know, um, mm. Dr. Evil's group. Oh, that's good. While he's frozen, what they mm. are getting up to. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's very good. Your turn. All right. Um, uh, the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one of the robots, just one of the robots that just has a menial life goes home to his family has, yeah. a nice, has a nice dinner. He's got to take his robot son to soccer that evening. Yeah, fine. I want that. I would do a series about the Oracle, you know, the lady that they all visit, like yeah. a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got another The One coming. Oh, they're not The One. <laughs> and that little kid with spoons does yeah. a cameo every episode. He's like the Kramer. Yeah, yeah he's the Kramer. <laughs> Set in her like <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> who, who burnt the cookies? <laughs> oh god. Um. Okay. Sister Act. Oh, far out. I I hardly remember that movie. There, there wasn't that that awkward redhead. Yeah. No, no. Do you know what it was? I would do something about like the mobsters. I would do something set in oh, our, in, okay. in um in Las Vegas. Like I'd do like a Las Vegas set. Because the, the, the mobsters are kind of scary in that film, aren't they? They're, they're very... I would do Maggie Smith. Ah. Uh, her, how she grew up. Young Maggie Smith. Young Maggie Smith. Different actress. And, yeah, but make her like like she was a real rebellious slut. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's fantastic. Thank you. Do you know I lived near the church? When no. I was making the Netflix show, I lived near the church. Like I was maybe two blocks from the church. Oh, that's so cool. I would walk past it many days of the week. Was it operating? Yeah, it's like a church. It's just a big church in in uh, Hollywood. That's very cool. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Mm. Fuck, I love that movie. Can I say one thing about Star Trek? Too bad I am. She's in it. Whoopi Goldberg is in it. I know in, that she's in it. And she is so good. I, I love, love Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. I think every five or six episodes we talk about how much we love Whoopi Goldberg. She she's like she just plays this um like this bartender. Like in season two, they got a bit more money and they added a bar set and she plays this like hundred, like many hundreds of years old bartender that's really wise, but nice. And she'll just have these scenes where she's never, she's rarely consequentially involved. She's not in every episode and she's rarely 
deeply intrinsically linked to the story. She just has these like knowing conversations. It's like the perfect Whoopi Goldberg role where they're like, I'm really scared. And she's like, well, it is the nature of being human to be scared. And it's like, thanks Whoopi Goldberg. Bye. That's so nice. It's great. Like it's. Have you um? Yeah. Have you for ever a seen? Fan. Have you ever seen the footage of Whoopi Goldberg farting on the View? No, but I'd love it. It's, I'll send it, it to you. Great. It's so funny. Your yeah. turn. Um. God, it's hard to think of them, isn't it? Yeah, just think of a movie. Yeah, just got to think of a movie. I've got to think of a movie. Like my God, what movie? Like there's so many movies, so but many. I can't think of one. I loved Austin Powers. I thought that was really good. It's because I want to watch it. I haven't seen it in so long. Zoolander. Okay. Zoolander. That's a tough one. His model friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His friends that all die at the gas station. Yeah, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, all his friends that die at the gas station. Um, then I would want a story about like them. Like a prequel? The, just, just, yeah. Do you know what I would do? They didn't die. Yeah. And, and then they, and they, they were trying to, to kill him. Spies, yeah. like they became spies. That's like good. Oh, there was a their deaths yep. were faked. Yep. And then the TV series. But they're after Zoolander. And it's now. one season. Yeah. It's one season, and it's just a mini series, six episodes. Yeah, great. No, no, it was meant to be ongoing. It just got axed after oh, six okay. episodes. Yeah, right, it's like a weird early two thousand sitcom. Uh, um, like, do you remember my big fat Greek life? Oh my god, yes, I do. Do you remember Gross <laughs> Point? Not blank. That's in the movie. No, it was what was it called? Gross something. Are you talking about the one where it was like about the 90210 yes. behind the scenes? Yes, yeah, yes. Of course I do, Mish. Oh. This is what we do. This, this is, is why we we're do. friends. This is why we're here. <laughs> we all remember this shit from. Oh, that's so funny. I remember fun. that show. I remember. I loved that show. Mm, same. It was one season. Um, the musical Chicago. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, oh, what's her name? Mr. Cellophane. Come on. Oh, he's cute. No, I would do. Um, oh. What's Queen Latifah's character? Oh, I love... Oh, Mama... Uh, yeah. Martin Morton. Oh, oh, that was like... That was a coming to my, like, discovering of my genitals moment for me. Yeah, that was like your... That was yeah. your Bowie in uh, Bowie in Labyrinth. It was, a, it was a... Here, this is a genuine. This is very genuine. Mm. Um, that was one of the first times in my life that I went, I could be hot. Oh. Truthfully, and, and that's not even a joke. And like the movie is good, whatever. I like the musical, it's fine. But Queen Latifah is so phenomenal in that role. Yeah. And I remember watching that and just being like, that's hot. Like, and when I say I discovered my genitals, like I joke, whatever. But like, I remember thinking, that's hot. Like, that is, you it, without debate, <laughs> that is hot. And it's like, yeah. why is that? It's the first time in my life I saw someone who, Looked like me. Granted, I was like fourteen, but like who yeah. who had like a body type that was not, you know, um, meeting a particular societal expectation. And I was like, "That's not me taking a stretch, going maybe that's kind of attractive." I'm like, "No, that's just hot." And and there like, wasn't any kind of it. Just it should. It, there was just a. It just it's such a comfortable confidence. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was that's exactly right. It was like the role wasn't like I'm fat and hot. It was just like this is what I'm doing is very hot. Yeah. Just be aware that what I'm doing is hot. And it's like, yep, it is. It's very hot. That's and great. That was one of the first times. And I, I, I thought about it often in my journey to kind of like accept, not only accepting my body, but then embracing it was, that was one of my first memories of like, and then, when, yeah. yeah, it was very cool. And then like when Lizzo came out a few years ago, yeah. there was like this massive surge of like, this is, and it was just like all these little memories coming back. That's so interesting. Yeah, I haven't thought about. It. I haven't. I think I've actually ever told that story, but it's true. That's great. Yeah, even at a very young age, I went. Hold on a second. There's something here. I didn't then explore it any further until I hit my like mid to late twenties, and I just got exhausted of not feeling good about myself. Yeah. But I always thought about Queen Latifah in Chicago. Oh. So yeah, let's do a spin-off about her. She deserves it. That's great. Yeah. Your turn. No, I did Chicago. Oh, you did Chicago. Fuck. I just can't think of movies for some reason. Take someone from Chicago and think of a movie they've done. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Um, that's a really good one. Richard uh, Gere. Richard Gere. No, I, that's not working for me. So I'm going to go with <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Bring it back to the legs. Yeah, bring it back to the legs. Um, similarly, 
the woman in the red with the pointy bra. That's great. I would go with the two doobly doobly. No, I hate them. Yeah, my but... least favorite characters in the whole show. Yeah, that's true. That's actually fair. Yeah, no, that would be the worst show ever. Yeah, no, you're right. And I love that movie. Do not get me wrong. I love that movie. But like those two characters, I couldn't stand. What about Princess Peach? Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. 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 Do you know what would be good is like Bachelor John, Johnny Legs. Like just. How he got into plumbing. Yeah. Just, yeah, not even forget the Super Mario element. Forget the like going into a weird dinosaur world. Well, the filmmakers largely did. Yeah, that's true. Let's just follow Johnny Legs as a hot plumber. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. I love that. Your turn. Uh, Let's go with. Oh God, it really is hard when you just like you have to. You just got to think of a film. You just have to. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Fuck. That's a good one, actually. That one, and I want to think about that because, like, I don't want to just go with the first. Do you know what? Um, I very recently was like, I want to rewatch that film because I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, it, it gets a lot of flack now. Yeah. And I haven't watched it in a long enough time to defend it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember really liking it when I was younger. Mm. I haven't watched it since it's gotten flack. But I think, I, think very, I will. I think it's very cool to not like that movie right now. Yeah. Yeah, my partner does not like, he's like, I hate Forrest Gump. My sister hates Forrest Gump. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it is entertaining. I watched it in the um, lockdown period. Yeah. So sometime early 2020, I watched it and I was like, this is entertaining. I haven't seen it in 10 years, but I don't, people love to be like, it's Oscar bait. And it's like, but was it good? Like that, who yeah, cares? Yeah, The Last Samurai was Oscar bait too. And that didn't, that wasn't good. Yeah. It's like Oscar bait. It, well, that's just a way to promote a movie. Like yeah. Titanic was Oscar bait and you know, I love it. Hmm. I chose a weird movie to defend that. I love Titanic. Okay. Tarantino films are often Oscar bait. Yeah, in their way. Yeah, they're yeah, like... Yeah, but they are. Like, he, it's, it's thought about. I'm making this film, releasing it around the time where Oscar film... Yeah, well, his producers Yeah, do, exactly. Yeah. But, like, that, once you're at that level and you've got tens of millions yeah, of dollars... Yeah, why wouldn't you put dollars, it out that time? 100%. Here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. 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 Um, it's but, also very cool to not like the Oscars either. Like, but, It's also very cool not to like Tarantino at the moment. Mm. It's very like, I haven't even watched a Tarantino movie. It's like, okay. Pulp Fiction's good. Yeah, he's made a lot of good films. Hmm. Yeah, it's, he's made a lot of good films. And it, yeah, there are a lot of douchebags that like his movies for the wrong reasons. Mm. But that, yeah. So who gets the spin-off from Forrest Gump? Um, oh, that is, oh, Lieutenant Dan. Of course. Yeah. That's Lieutenant right Dan. Answer. Yeah. A Lieutenant Dan MASH Lieutenant style. Lieutenant Dan! It's Lieutenant Dan in Vietnam. It's like MASH. Oh, yeah. With flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sad. sad. Oh, my God. I'm so upset about something. What? Oh, it was weeks ago when we discussed the Experimenter. Yeah. And the colour palette in Experimenter is the same colour palette from MASH. And I wrote it down because I wanted to discuss it. But we ended up just discussing the fact that the guy looked like Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> There was more on that list. There was more on that list. More on that list. On the Boom Cats list. There was something under Boom Cats. <laughs> I just remember when you said Mash just then. What do you mean the color palette was? It was the like same it was like mash. if you'd blurred your eyes, it would look like Mash because all the colors were the same. It was the same. It's the same color palette as MASH. Like, if you honestly blurred your eyes, if you were watching out of the corner of your eye, you could have thought that film was MASH. We can't talk about it now. It's been so long since I've watched it. I can't remember <laughs> yeah. what it looks like. But I, MASH. MASH looks... is really, like, quite khaki. Yeah. And brown. Yeah. Khaki, brown, yes. green. Yes. That, that movie was more like... Uh, brownie. More brownie. Yeah, it was greys nah. and whites and blues. There was... Nah. I, I'm, I'm struggling with this. No, I'm t- anyway, let's not talk about it. Like, I want that to Do stay... Do you want to know a fun mash fact? Always. Two fun mash facts. Yeah. It's delicious with sausages and peas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not one of my two <laughs> Can you, and then I'll give promote, but you give me two mash. I'll give you a mash fact. Or you give me a mash. <laughs> okay, fact. Okay, sure. Two each. My first mash fact is that the director of Mash, the TV show, not the movie, didn't want a laugh track. He really wanted it to feel like a drama, mm. 
and he really didn't want a laugh track. And um, his compromise was there is a laugh track in all scenes except the surgery. Mm. He said no laugh track in the surgery. I think. Oh, I've really? One. So whenever you... was Mash laugh tracked. Yeah. yeah. So when they're when they're like out and about, when they're talking, it's got a laugh track, which is really weird because I don't think it was filmed in front of a live studio audience. It was just the convention of the time. But when they're in the surgery, because that's got a, a heaviness and it, and actually it has more heaviness because it's laugh track, laugh track, laugh track, and then they're in the surgery and it's just dead silent, and it adds this really eerie layer. I thought that was a really interesting little fact about Mash. That's fact number one. Uh, his fact number two about mash. Well, fact number, um, yeah, fact number two, yeah. The earliest known recipe for potato mash is in Hannah Glass's The Art of Cookery in 1747, oh, yeah. and her recipe mashed them in a saucepan with milk, salt, and butter. That's pretty cool. Still how it's made. They haven't really fucked yeah, with the, the ridgy ditch. Yeah, I, I feel like surely they were mashing potatoes before then. You would think. Okay, my f- mash fact number two mm. is the director of the film MASH, Robert Altman, hated the TV series, is my understanding. I might be making this up. Hated the TV series. Did the film come before the TV series? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he didn't care for the TV series because the film is kind of a bit, you know, it's Robert Altman-y. It's like weird. It's kind of vibey. But he made money from the TV show. He made 50% of the royalties on the opening title's music because he wrote the lyrics to Suicide is Painless, the original version of that song with lyrics. Oh, my God. Did you know there were lyrics to that song? No. So in the film, that song, the song, you yeah. know, whatever the MASH theme tune is. What is the MASH theme? That piece of music is from the film. And in the film, it has lyrics. Get it ready, the, Tom. That's what you're playing the at the lyrics end of this episode. Lyrics are really sad. They're really sad. It's Suicide is Painless. It's a really sad, like, huh. ironic, dark song from the film. And he wrote the lyrics. So he um, made a bunch of money off the TV series that he hated. Oh, there you go. Uh, but, uh, this is Mash Fact number four. Yeah. Uh, in India, mashed potatoes are made with spices, often fried but often not, and they're called shorka. And shorka is used in samosas in India and with litty, uh, yeah, that's all. That's a good mash fact. Yeah, it's a good mash fact. I have a, I have a, a, a lyrics, a lyrics to a song, to a TV theme show song fact mm. off the last one. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Now there's one more piece of information I think I need to give you before you decide whether you want to hear it or is not. Is it about Star Trek? Mm-hmm. But it's a fact I you know knew what, before I watched Next Generation. You know what? I don't want to hear it. Are you sure? Yeah. It's pretty good. Go on then. <laughs> the There are lyrics to the Star Trek theme song mm. as well. Um, but the reason there are lyrics to the th- Star Trek theme song is so that the creator of Star Trek could make 50% off the music of Star Trek. He just added lyrics. So they wrote the music and then he just added like Star Trek, go and Star Trek in. And then he made 50% off all, all versions. I respect that. It's kind of, well, I don't. It's a big dog move. (laughs) Nah, I respect that. That's fucking cool. Dude's envisioning a non-capitalist future while he's writing writing lyrics to the song. Nah, he's cool. Uh, Do you have anything you want to add about Puss in Boots? No. All right. Oh, no, I do. I have one thought. I have one thing. It, it's fun. It reminded me of the Disney short. You know, like I remember like Aladdin and mm. like there was just something about like when you were a kid, you didn't give a shit about the original movie mm. or the TV show. And they, those cheaply made little Disney mm. cartoons often animate. Sydney had an animation house. Yes. Um, fun fact. And it, it did give me a little bit of nostalgia for like the Aladdin cartoon and the Hercules cartoon and Saturday, okay. Saturday Disney. And if I'd been in a more oh, Saturday of, Disney, yeah, it's got that vibe. Yeah. It was nice. It was something like just these like little inconsequential spin off shows that mm. I really, I really got behind as a kid. And I thought that was nice to remember those times. That's nice. Yeah. I'm, I thought it was like really solid voice work from Johnny Legs. Yeah. He always does a very good job. We've done, he's done so much more voiceover work than I ever could have imagined before doing this podcast. Yeah, if you'd told me that. Yeah. I knew he was, I knew he was Sid. I don't think I did. I knew he was Sid. 
before we did this pod. Yeah. But that's it. I didn't know that he'd done all this other stuff. So he's yeah. very, very good. Like, it makes sense that his character comes back. Am I looking forward to watching the next few episodes of Puss in Boots? No. We'll do it at some point in the next few years. Yeah. When I'm busy, I love a short one. Yeah, just know the next time we do a Puss in Boots episode, it's because we're busy. Um, Leguistamos, I'm going to give this... I am going to give it a really solid three Leguistamos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it three Leguistamos as well. Great. Mish, I've written a song for you. Okay. Mish. That's it. That was really good. Thank you. Thanks so much. You know, if you take the word mash and you replace the A with an I, you get mish. What about this song? Mish, mash, mish, mash, mish, 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 mash, mish, mash, mish, mish, mash. Do you remember, here's a little um, throwback, just to leave everyone with this. And if you you also remember this, we can all have a giggle together. I think it was an episode of Recaps that we did once where we talked for about an hour about Deb, instant mashed potato. great. Someone find that for me. Because that we, was fun. Do you want to hear a fun idea I just had in that moment? We a podcast make, about Deb? We should make a thing, no, about like Deb, the Deb. You know, Deb oh, yeah. balls? Yeah, we should Deb make balls. a thing about Debs. That was so funny. The Deb. I didn't do my Deb. Didn't you? My mum wouldn't let me. Oh. She said that she thinks that the concept was ridiculous, which she's right. But at the time I was like, everyone else is doing it. And then I'd go to their beach houses and cry about it. My um, brother's <laughs> Deb was in 1997 and I was one of the little boys in the, in the Deb. And um, so there was like a little boy at the start, a little boy and a little girl and walked mm. down. They started, I don't know why, there's, but there's like a little boy in the mm. Deb and I was the little boy. And um, the theme for the Deb that year was Titanic. So one of the oh mums made a big Titanic mural. And um, oh my God. we did a dance, all the boys, and I was in it. I was in it. All the boys did a dance to Men in Black. We are the Men in Black. And we clapped. We took off our gloves so we could clap. And um, there were party pies. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Tom, can you please play play the theme of MASH? It makes sense. But with the lyrics. It's a bit sad, a bit heavy. Can you find it? Is it easy to find with the lyrics? Yeah, it's a, it's a proper song. It's out there. Well, then do we, you is can, that what you we can want? find it on Spotify. Is that what we want? No. Tom, play, the, play Men in Black. If we, if we ever, I just want you to know, Mish, if we ever move over to like another podcast, yeah. there's like pretty intense, we might get in trouble for all these copyrighted no, Tom, songs. Tom only does them for 10 seconds. Ah, Tom. Good boy. <laughs> Tom knows the rules. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.